Welcome to Talking Shop, the podcast all about Adobe Photoshop. Brought to you by learningphotoshop.cc. Here's your host, Dave Cross. Welcome to episode 19 of the podcast all about Photoshop, Talking Shop. I'm Dave Cross, and in this episode, I'll be talking about advice my father gave me. I grew up in a fairly typical household of the 60s with a full-time working dad and a stay-at-home housewife mom. And as I got to a certain age, I guess I was always the ultimate entrepreneur. I always had ideas for a business or wanting to have a lemonade stand. And over the years, I'd I'd have these ideas and I'd say to my dad, hey, I want to do this. And he would right away say, well, the problem with that is, or have you thought about this? And what if someone asked this question? And I always at that time viewed it as a negative thing, as the fact that he was sort of cutting down my great ideas. And I remember one time in particular, taking a bus ride back from my college in Montreal over to Ottawa. So it was about a two hour bus ride. And I came up with this great idea where I was going to do fitness testing for companies and I would go to the the company's office and, and do testing of each employee and provide customized training. Because at that point I was taking my education in physical education. So I, I had all these ideas and I couldn't wait to get home. And as soon as I sat down with my my dad and started telling him these things, again, he was kind of like, well, what about this? And what are there other people doing the same thing? And how would you compete? And I was deflated because I thought all he had done was was look at the negative things. Now, years later, when I thought about this, I realized that there was an expression that I think it's been attributed to Mark Twain, whether it's true or not, seems to be some question. And he said something like, when I was 14, I thought my dad was pretty dumb. But by the time I got to age 21, I thought, wow, he's learned a lot in the last seven years. And it was, I kind of had that same feeling as I got older. I almost looked at it as a challenge to say, well, I bet he's going to ask this and I'm sure he's going to point out that. So when I put together a, a business plan for my first training company, I couldn't wait to show it to him this time because I figured I had thought of all of his objections and, and addressed all those things. And sure enough, when I showed it to him, he said, give me a couple of days. And when I checked back with him, he had had some handwritten notes. But overall, most of the comments were, this is great. And yes, that makes perfect sense. And I was so happy. And I realized that all those years he'd been doing what I perceived as cutting me down and being negative, that he was really wanting me to succeed by helping me understand the things I needed to get done. So from that moment forward, I always looked forward to our discussions. Anytime I had some thoughts about my business, it was always great to get kind of that feedback that I knew was coming from a, a place of wanting me to succeed. Now, my dad was also a woodworker, and there were many times where I was doing some kind of a project, and I would ask for his assistance. And there was at least one occasion, remember, I wanted to sort of, I almost said cut to the chase, which would have been a bad pun, but yeah, okay, cut to the chase and get the wood cut and move on. And he was like, nope, measure twice, cut once. And it was one of those expressions that, yep, uh, it made sense because more than once I did it the wrong way. So that made me realize that there's something to be said for that, that idea of kind of 
pausing a little bit and measuring before you cut. And my dad's been gone for, it'll, it'll be 12 years this December, but I still hear his voice lots of times. And there are times where I'm faced with a dilemma and I'm trying to think about what should I do next? And one of those things I hear is, measure twice, cut once. And it's become kind of a philosophy of mine. It's almost, I guess you'd say, in the DNA of what I do is always take a moment to think about it. Don't just jump in full speed ahead, but I want to have a plan. And I realized recently in a conversation I was having that I've really implemented this into my Photoshop training as well. I'm always talking about having a checklist and checking tool settings and making sure you have everything in place have a bit of a structure to your document because in the long run that'll help you. So even though my dad knew nothing about Photoshop, that wasn't important because his overall philosophies of ways to work and ways to be effective as a business person and as a person in general and as a dad all revolved around that same kind of idea of having a plan, taking a moment, don't rush into things. So that that's one of those things that stuck with me for many years, and it's been an important part of my teaching philosophy. Now, interesting side note, when I'm preparing these topics for this podcast, I'd like to say that I have a huge plan and have everything all written out and that I measure twice what I'm going to be talking about, but I really don't. I really have a rough idea. I think about a little bit. Sometimes when I'm going for a, a walk in the morning, I might kind of go through in my head the main topics. But as I was thinking about this episode and focusing on the advice of my dad, I did remember one other situation that actually relates very nicely to Photoshop. And I'll tell you about that in just a moment. But first, it's time for the tip of the week. This week's tip is about a better way to feather. When you have a selection, you want to have a nice soft edge, there is an option called feathering. But I suggest that you don't change the feather setting in the options bar, unless you know you want to make a whole bunch of selections with the same amount of feathering. But instead, leave the feather at zero and add the feathering in a different way. Very often, the whole point of making a selection is to end up with a mask. So rather than make a feathered selection that you turn into a mask, then the problem is you can't change your mind. So instead, make your selection, add a mask, and in the properties panel, use the feather slider to add the feathering. That way you can always go back and edit it, including putting it back to zero. With short tutorials, in-depth multi-lesson courses, and live Q&A sessions, learningphotoshop.cc provides the Photoshop training you need to succeed. Back in the early days of Photoshop when books were king, that was really the way everyone learned was to get the latest book. There was a series of books for many years called the Photoshop Wow Book. And in its first version, I actually remember looking at the title and thinking, that's kind of a pretentious name for a book. But then as I looked through the book, I found myself going, wow, quite a few times because it was ahead of its time. It was really the first book that didn't just teach you how the tools in Photoshop work, but showed effects and how to create them. The only problem with it was you had to, to 
put some of your own thinking into it because it was really a series of steps. So it would say step one, do this, step two, step three, and so on. So when I had this book, I would I would follow along and I would follow fairly religiously along all the steps. And at the end, yes, my image would look pretty much like the one in the wow book. But I remember thinking, I don't know if I'm really learning very much. And and one a conversation I had with my dad once and I was showing him this book and saying, you know, it's, it's such a good book. But the one part that I wished it did more of was tell me the why. Don't just tell me a series of steps like a recipe, but tell me why I'm doing it. And in that conversation with my dad, he just sort of paused for a second and said, yep, procedures versus principles. And I was like, say what now? And he said, this is a common thing that I see in our business is people put together a series of procedures when they're doing their work. Now, he was in the paper making industry, so they used machinery that did certain things. And people put together a procedure for how that machine should be operated. But he believed that it was equally important to explain the principles behind why those procedures were in place. So that way, if an issue came up and they wouldn't know what to do now because there was no procedure for it, there was no step that said, do this, that those procedural steps would always be accompanied by the principle behind it. And at the time, I just kind of went, okay, dad, thanks. But I, I know sometime later, as I was exploring the wow book a little further, I thought, you know, that makes really good sense that instead of just simply following along a recipe, in a sense, of Photoshop steps, I want to know more. I want to know why in step five did it say fill with black? Well, what happened if I filled with white or gray or something else? So I started becoming more curious. I wanted to know the principles behind the procedures. So I would follow along the tutorial in the book, follow it word for word, basically, just the way it said, look at the result and go, okay, good, and then go back and try it again with some variations. And this is what I recommend you do. It's a great way to learn more about Photoshop and, and really start understanding what's happening in behind the scenes of the steps that someone gives you. So if you're reading a tutorial, if you're watching a tutorial, here's what I suggest you do. Be prepared to do it a couple of times. The first time, do exactly what it says. So follow all the steps verbatim, exactly if it says, select this, invert that, whatever, do it exactly the same and look at the end result. Then start over again, but this time, always be asking why, what if, so what? So for example, if it says, now add a layer mask and fill with black, think for a second, okay, I'll fill it with black, then I'm gonna undo and fill it with white and see what happens. And if you go back and forth a few times and try that, I think most people see the difference and go, oh, so that's why a black layer mask would be better than a white layer mask in this particular circumstance. So the more you do that, I really believe that it's a, the greatest way to start really understanding what's happening and not just following the steps. I mean, there's nothing wrong at all with following the steps that someone provides in in a tutorial, but if you just stop there, I think you're taking something away from yourself, from your own learning in terms of the potential, because if you go back in and try different things and experiment and be willing to see what happens. Now, here's the thing. Don't do this if you're under a deadline and you've got to get the work done. This is when you have some time to experiment. I've talked in other episodes about how I wish people would spend more time practicing in Photoshop. This is a great example of a way to practice is find an existing tutorial or a video or something that you watch, follow along the steps, and then start going back and going, 
what happens here? What happened? What if I try this instead? When I do hands-on classes with people, one of my favorite things is when I'm showing a procedure and hopefully explaining the principle behind it along the way. And someone puts their hands up and says, what would happen if I tried this? And my response is, try it. The worst thing you will have to do is undo it because it didn't at all do what you expected. But the chances are you'll learn something along the way. So even though the discussion I had with my dad in this case it started out about this particular book, but his comment about procedures versus principles really, really struck a chord with me. And it's become another one of those philosophies, if you will, that I try to incorporate in my training and, and pass on to as many people as I can, because I really think it makes a difference. So moving ahead, don't forget, measure twice, cut once, and procedures versus principles. Thanks, Dad. I'm Dave Cross. Thanks so much for listening. I always like to remind you, it'd be great if you can share this with your Photoshop using friends. And if you haven't already done so, leave a quick review on the Apple podcast. That would be fantastic. I look forward to having you back next week. Find us at TalkingShop.show. Please subscribe and tell your Photoshop using friends. This podcast is not authorized, endorsed, or sponsored by Adobe, publisher of Photoshop.